In the electronic era, much of the work of medicine takes place away from the patient, in workrooms and on computers. Although aspects of computerization have made medicine safer and more efficient, these changes in doctors' work have contributed to burnout and dissatisfaction among physicians and residents. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with David Rosenthal, an assistant professor at the Yale School of Medicine. Dr. Rosenthal has co-authored a perspective article about the changing nature of physicians' work. Dr. Rosenthal, you write in your article that the amount of time physicians spend with patients has actually remained stable over the past 60 years. So what past activities have been replaced by computer tasks, such as filling out documentation and reviewing electronic charts? What did doctors do in the past? So it's an interesting question, and actually it was somewhat counterintuitive. When we started to look into the amount of time that was spent by physicians and residents on the computer and with the patient, we would think that over time that there was more time at the bedside with patients and families. It turns out, actually, as we started to dive into the literature a little bit, there was an interesting piece in JAMA, Peace of My Mind, which is Time at the Bedside Computing, which looked at a few different studies over the years from 1959 up until about 2012. And what they found was that there was pretty consistent time spent by residents and trainees with patients and their families, and then that was actually consistently spread out over the time looking forward. In the past era, looking back, it seems like in 1959 there was quite a bit of time spent with charts and in charting rooms, as well as in the laboratory, in the wet lab, performing the lab studies, drawing blood, etc., and running labs. In the 1980s, when the next study was looked at, the average time was about the same, but a lot of the time was spent by trainees finding data and gathering data, whether that was down in the laboratory or in the radiology suite getting x-rays. You mentioned in your article the high rates of burnout and depression that have been documented in residents in recent years. Is there evidence that those issues are the result of spending more time transcribing and translating information to the computer? I'm not sure we have a great evidence base for saying direct correlation between or direct causation between the amount of time transcribing the information into the computer and rates of burnout. However, the 2013 study that the American Medical Association looked at with the RAND Corporation really sort of highlighted that the electronic medical record system did have a significant impact on not only trainee, but physicians of all sorts and clinicians of all sorts, their satisfaction and their rates of burnout. And I think anecdotally, many of us who practice regularly feel like the computer and the computerized version of the patient definitely dominates our work tasks and the time that we spend with patients. Whether that's an actual one-to-one in terms of sort of rates of burnout, I don't think we have the answer, but it's an interesting place to study. Another challenge that you write about is the so-called flipped patient approach, where physicians study the patient's record before meeting the patient. How can physicians preserve the advantages of that approach while they address the bias that it introduces? That's a great question. I think as someone who trained recently and sort of indoctrinated in the flip patient experience, I think we're just used to when you get that first page, knowing that you're going to admit the patient, the instinct is absolutely to look them up and open them up in the electronic chart and to sort of try your best to chart biopsy and figure out what you need to do just for efficiency reasons, because there's so much that you need to do at the other end in terms of clerical tasks for documentation, order entry, sign out generation, as well as all the other things you need to do. So I don't think we can get away from that chart biopsy experience and actually the flip patient. However, I think 
we need to rethink about how we interact, number one, with the amount of clerical duties that we have at the other end. The transcriptional element of going back afterwards and trying to recollect and document and enter all this information afterwards is a tremendous amount of time that we spend. And I think that we can't get away from the human computer. We can't get away from the flipped patient experience. I think that the eye patient is there. We live in this world. We need to merge that better with the actual patient experience, whether that's at the bedside, opening up that electronic medical record system and merging it with the patient experience, letting the patients have control over the medical record in some ways, looking at it, interacting together with this chart, I think is a way to reclaim some of that. I would also argue that if we were to be able to reduce the amount of documentation that's necessary and transcription of medical information into the chart by physicians, I think we might free up a lot more time to spend with patients. One of your suggestions for improving professional satisfaction involves rebuilding practices and physical spaces to promote connection between physicians and patients, physicians and physicians, and physicians and nurses. What does that approach look like on the ground, and have any health systems tried to implement that? That's a good question. So I sort of envisioned that when we started talking about this project, we started realizing, defining the idea of work and what is work. And we actually spent quite a bit of time, Dr. Verghese and I, listening to Philip Levine's What Work Is, which was a collection of poems, and thinking about sort of the meaning of work. And it's interesting because we now work in workrooms, which are collections of computers in a small room away from usually the nursing centers and away from the patients, at least in internal medicine we do. And I think that that causes this sort of nature that we are separate from where the patients are, where the families are, and where the nurses are. In places like an emergency room where oftentimes the physicians are in the center flanked by the nurses and the patients around in the center, there's more of sort of a bullpen field where people are really working together. Similarly, I think we've lost some aspects of collegiality with shared lunchrooms between internists and specialists. As we've sort of subspecialized and super-specialized and even sort of nano-specialized in certain ways, people are more disparate in terms of where they work and further away. And there's very few areas where people actually all come together to sit together and either talk about work or talk about patients. So I think rebuilding some of the collective physical spaces, whether it's as we rebuild our hospitals and wards, if it's rebuilding some of the rituals of lunchrooms or team rooms, those are the kinds of things I think that will help to sort of strengthen the network of physicians and professionalism. Finally, while we're waiting for those sort of more fundamental changes in technology and in the culture of medicine, what can individual physicians do now to make their own work more meaningful and to improve their professional satisfaction? So I think part of it is actually realizing what the meaning of work is and trying to focus less on narrow sort of documentation needs and figuring out how to communicate better with patients, communicate better with nurses and with their teams, communicating whether it's face-to-face with their colleagues in the hospital. Certainly doing bedside rounds, which has been done at our hospital here and at many other institutions, is I think a critical aspect rounding with the teams, with residents and med students and nurses and ancillary, whether it's occupational therapists and families in the room at the bedside, is one way that we can all sort of work together to bring these human bonds back together. Thank you, Dr. Rosenthal.